podcast is a is amazing, but you need to find new ways to promote your podcast. Welcome to the Voice Tech Podcast. Join me, Carl Robinson, in conversation with the world's leading voice technology experts. Discover the latest products, tools, and techniques, and learn to build the voice apps of the future. Welcome back to another episode of the Voice Tech Podcast. My name's Carl Robinson, and today we've got a special episode for you, uh, recorded synchronously for a change, uh, live in person at the VivaTech Technology Conference in Paris, in France, which is where I live. Uh, VivaTech is the premier technology conference. It's like the CES of France, uh, essentially. Uh, we had a visit from uh, President Macron himself uh, on the day. Uh, I attended on the first day on the Wednesday. It's actually a four-day event, I believe. It goes right through to, to Saturday. Uh, I'm recording this uh, actually on the Friday, so it's still going on as we speak. A um, little bit different this year with coronavirus, as you can imagine. It was much quieter than usual, a little bit smaller in terms of scale, but still a huge event. Uh, and uh, I did the rounds, uh, seeking out some uh, interesting voice technology companies, essentially, that come from France uh, to give you guys an insight into what's going on in the, the French technology scene, which is it's really going uh, from strength to strength. Uh, there's been a lot of investment. I think France is the leader in terms of investments uh, in startups nowadays, um, and uh, especially since uh, Brexit as well may have taken the crown from, from the UK. So uh, it was really exciting to see what innovations are, are coming out uh, from France. Uh, I've got five great startups for you. Um, interviewed them about what they're what they're doing with their products, uh, how they found the event, etc. So, without further ado, I bring you VivaTech 2021. This episode is brought to you by Manning Publishing, an independent publisher of a huge range of software development books. At Manning.com, you'll find books on all the technologies you need to learn in order to create world-class voice applications. All the books are available at Manning.com. And right now, Voice Tech Podcast listeners get a massive 40% off all the books with the promo code PODVOICETECH19. So go check it out at manning.com. Just a quick reminder that full episodes of the Voice Tech Podcast are now only available for a limited time after release. You can get all the full episodes at voicetechpodcast.com slash pro. As a Voice Tech Pro, you get your own premium RSS feed from Patreon, which gives you access to the entire back catalogue of episodes, early access to all the new episodes, as well as exclusive interviews and bonus questions, no ads, and higher quality sound. Plus, you'll be helping to ensure that I can keep producing more episodes like this one. So if that sounds good to you, head over to voicetechpodcast.com pro and sign up today. I'm counting on your support. Great, I'm here with the team at Cognid. Uh, could you please introduce yourselves? Sure, my name is Alice Quatalem and I'm the CRO of Cognid. And I'm Erwan Demont, the CEO of Cognid. CEO and CRO. CRO meaning Chief Revenue Officer, is that right? Cognid, yeah. Excellent, okay, excellent. So uh, could you start by introducing Cognid? Tell us uh, what is Cognid, what does it do, uh, who are your customers and what problem do you help them solve? Well, many questions at a time. Absolutely, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> so Cognit is a, is a real-time uh, AI-based uh, uh, virtual assistant uh, that is designed to help um, inside sales and uh, customer service reps in their conversation, the real-time conversation with clients. Okay. What the tool does is that is uh, listen to the conversation, detect some keywords, mm -hmm. and prompt some uh, contextual relevant information 
that uh, the rep can use to have better conversations. Okay, so we're talking about call centers. Is that right? A sales we, rep in a call center? Actually, doing it many remotely, people uh, work remotely those days, right? So it's yeah. not necessarily only call centers. It can be a, you know, a salesperson that okay. is spending also time on the phone. So okay. it can be. Um, I guess it will be face to face at some point when we all wear glasses with augmented reality. It's but coming. Right now, you need to be in front of a screen. Got it. So it's like yeah? a dashboard that helps the agent. Yeah, it's prompted, uh, prompting information during the conversation uh, okay. based on the detection. And this information can be you know, additional um, information to uh, help him be more precise or uh, use some uh, recommended word wording for the messaging. It can be also uh, questions to, uh, to um, extend the conversation. It can be uh, answers to objections or the way to go around objections. It can be many types of questions that uh, of content that can help the rep during the call. That is very, very interesting indeed. I, I like the, the fact that you mentioned um, ways to extend the conversation as well, because often the, the aim is to resolve the conversation as quickly as possible. This conversational AI tech is often looking to answer a question quickly. Uh, but you actually, in some cases, want to extend the conversation to allow the customer to talk more. Why, why is that? Well, absolutely, we are convinced that a good conversation is not necessarily a short conversation, right? But uh, it needs to be a conversation where you learn a lot about the client and you can also add value with a really good response and uh, ID that you share with your clients. And um, um, all the reps uh, you know, know a lot, but they're not always uh, on top of uh, all the messaging. And uh, it's a way for them to retrieve the the most recent and the best uh, articulated way yes. uh, to express the value added of the company to the clients. Absolutely. I have that problem myself being a podcaster. Sometimes you're not sure what you're going to say next. It would be great to have a dashboard to help me out. Aran, can you tell us a bit about who are your customers? Like, Do you have a, a typical customer profile in mind, big customer, small customer? And what are the, what are the problems that they come to, you, uh, come to you with? Okay, so we don't have a, a typical type of customer but we work with banks with uh, insurances etc mm -hmm. and uh, we we typically solve the problem of uh, training because training is a high is, is a is a big problem for this type of company right because they, the the um, the reps need to learn a lot of different products yeah. a lot of, of different uh, information and they need to remember it in like two or three weeks of rage in, uh, in this kind of uh, profile. So that's uh, sales enablement, is that the yeah, term? Yeah, sales enablement okay. or, uh, or even customer, uh, customer service. So the main problem we, we solve is training. And then uh, we also, uh, nowadays the clients already know a lot of information before calling the, the company. Right, right. And, uh, uh, Cognit is is a uh, is an help is an help to 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 be at the same level of information. That's or, very interesting. So yeah. sometimes the customers are more well informed than the agent. Yeah, because they look <laughs> online and yes, yeah, they and have a lot of answers already. Ah, very interesting. Okay, um, mm. and tell us about the, the solution. Uh, I know there are some unique aspects of the solution yeah. that you guys implement. Can you tell sure. us a little bit about how it works uh, without revealing anything too secret. Yeah. So mm. we designed Cognit to, uh, with three three uh, main differentiators. So the first one is uh, uh, live, the, the, the live aspect. So we, we display information live during the conversation and not uh, after during a, a post-call uh, uh, analysis of the, of, the of the call. Right, yeah. Um, the second one is customizable. So any type of company can, uh, uh, can uh, put 
his own keywords inside Cognid so that our AI learns to detect it. Yes. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's a very specific part because, you know, with uh, generic uh, speech-to-text models and uh, generic uh, uh, speech uh, AIs, uh, you, you, you can't really uh, learn your own keywords that are not in the in the dictionary. Absolutely, you know? it's domain-specific vocabulary, yeah, it's company-specific exactly. vocabulary as well. Yeah. And so you guys train that over time. Is that a manual process? Do you guys have to review and then add those manually? Does it do it automatically? Uh, for now, it's manual, mm -hmm. <laughs> but we, we plan to, to, to automate that and to, have, to even have a, a, a synthesized voice that can help us uh, put some data oh, in the Oh, wow, in that's incredible. AI. Yeah, so the data augmentation, the generation. Yeah, yeah. and the third uh, differentiator is, uh, is uh, the uh, SaaS, uh, uh, SaaS side of uh, Cognid, which of course can be customized online autonomously by the client. Uh, Okay, yeah. very nice. He can define his keywords online, his content online, etc. Great. And tell me about the languages as well, Alice. Like, um, it's not just in French, right? This, you, you guys are a French company, is that, is that right? Actually, we're both French. Oh. Uh, however, the beauty of uh, our technology is it's a language agnostic. Language agnostic, uh, okay. Because we're actually translating the words into uh, image. Mm. Uh, the image do not really, uh, you know, depend on a, on a specific language. So we can uh, make it work in any language and we can have uh, often, you know, with French company, we use a mix of French and English in the conversation. And mm -hmm. this is something uh, traditional AI are really struggling to cope with. Right. In our case, it's really not a problem. I've never seen that. Can you, t I don't know, without revealing anything too secret, what, what, what is that technique called, the, the, the translation from the audio to an image? But you said it's not a spectrogram. Is there another word that you can describe it with? MFC coefficient. I'm not sure whether yeah, exactly. you want to go there. MFC. Yeah? MFC, yeah. Okay. MFC coefficient. Is that the now the um, the additional advantage from our mm. approach is um, that we actually uh, protect the privacy of the data very much because we don't need to record the conversation. Uh, we are picking the information uh, uh, during the conversation and we are translating it with the MFC coefficient. And the MFE coefficients are hardly reverse, uh, reversible, which means uh, the data is very protected because you cannot uh, you can't re get backwards, reverse yeah. uh, engineer it to get sure. back to the voice of the person and recognize the person. Okay. So that puts a lot of uh, security in the, in the process and also um, offer a lot of options to, uh, to work uh, within uh, GDPR and all other data privacy uh, For regulations. Sure. Do, do, you, do you encounter a lot of privacy problems? Because uh, I, from your clients, I imagine they're very concerned about privacy. People are more and more concerned these days. And of course, it, it will be in, in your interest to be able to record and use as much of the voice data that you capture to improve your models. So how do you, how do you strike the right balance between improving your, your model and maintaining the privacy of the, the users? It's one of the first questions of our uh, prospect and clients, right? So whether we have a we are RGPD, GDPR compliant, so uh -huh. we have this question all the time. Mm. Uh, during the learning phase, we are using some uh, recordings, uh, training recordings that are done on purpose by, uh, by the, the reps. So um, that's relatively easy to, uh, to get implemented and mm -hmm. to get all the, 
you know, the, the validation you need. It's not quite the most realistic data though, right? There's still, it's still a little bit detached from the, the real world and the, the end customer can well, say anything. Uh, I so. think we can, uh, we have ways to uh, be as close as possible from the real context. Yeah. And then we work on this, we augment this data with uh, all type of techniques. Okay. And then during the exploitation, we don't need to, uh, to record. We only mm. uh, capture some very small pieces of uh, uh, data that we oh, immediately uh, convert. Okay, and like you say, you, you're capturing the, these coefficients which are, have privacy embedded in them, so it's, uh, it's not really a big deal. Excellent. And, uh, and tell people, where, where can they find out more about uh, Cognid online, your website, social media, etc.? Yeah, so ob obviously our website, yeah. uh, <laughs> www.cognid.ai. Uh, and then uh, you, you'll have also my, uh, my own uh, con contact information on this website, so you can contact me, whether in li on LinkedIn or... Uh, anywhere, uh, I mean, uh, or, or, or even tw Twitter. Absolutely, yeah. So <laughs> just search for Cognit, C O G N W E D, and we'll find it. It's a pretty unique name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Excellent. Well, it's fantastic to find a, a voice tech company at Paris. I haven't seen too many of them yet, so uh, it's been great to, Not that to much. chat with you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you very much. Excellent. Have a great event. Thanks a lot. The Conversation Design Institute is the world's leading training and certification institute for designing conversational interfaces. They offer a wide range of online courses to learn how to design, deploy and manage AI assistants. Take a course to become an expert conversation designer, conversational copywriter or AI trainer. Or take one of their extended courses in voice strategy, prototyping or conversational AI. Each course contains more than 80 video lectures, examples and quizzes from which you'll learn the full range of conversation design skills. Their certification program is based around a step-by-step -step workflow that's recognised by enterprises, universities, designers and technology companies. And at the end of the course, you take the final exam and become a certified conversation expert, which lets you demonstrate to potential clients and employers that you've had extensive training in the discipline. It's simply the best way to begin your conversation design journey. It doesn't matter if you're an individual designer entering the field or if you're an enterprise that's looking to skill up its team. The courses and certificates from CDI will help you design, develop and deploy successful chatbots and voice assistants. Whichever course you're interested in, you can watch the first lesson for free and then get a huge 25% discount. Just go to voicetechpodcast.com slash CDI. That's voicetechpodcast.com slash CDI. Excellent. I'm here with Julie Machiot, the CEO of StoryFox. Julie, how's it going? Very good. We are very happy to be here in VivaTech. Indeed, me too. It's a great event. Um, I, your uh, company caught my eye because I saw a video interview, and of course my mind is always on conversations and technology that speaks to people. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about StoryFox? Like, what does StoryFox do, what is it, uh, and who's it for? Um, okay, great. StoryFox is a digital solution um, mm -hmm. which uh, allows you uh, to create a professional video okay. um, in five minutes, mm -hmm. even uh, for novice, uh, because everything is... Um, already uh, prepare on the video okay so what i can see is that it's a it's a mobile application it's only mobile it works on desktop as well uh well we do have two technology brick um we have uh, one uh, web platform mm -hmm. that uh, you can have your template uh, which are uh, with all your identity and everything and mm -hmm. you can have it and after you can adapt the people that you want to interview 
then you just have to send them their access code and they just have to uh, follow your instruction in the application uh, to uh, make their video um, instantaneously. Okay, so take a step back then. So it's a video interview tool. Cust uh, companies, big companies, I assume, use it to create structured interviews with whoever they like, their customers, their employees, uh, anybody they like. But it's a video interview tool, which means it records interviews uh, in video, but step by step, is that right? So you have these templates of questions that the customer can create or you provide for the customer, and then that guides the interviewee through this structured interview, is that right? Exactly, that's exactly the point, that uh, we prepare everything, mm. like the question and the indication, so uh, the people just have to follow the instruction and to answer uh, very quickly um, to the question, and you got your video. Uh. That's it. Yeah. So you've got your video. So, and what I understand is you're recording these uh, uh, the question answers uh, in segments. So you get maybe there are ten questions in a in a template or in a conversation. The the interviewee records the, a snippet of video for each, and at the end you export it, and it sticks all of those together, and then adds some kind of animation or titles on top. So it yes. makes it gives all it the professional polish. All the motion design, uh, all uh, the keyword that uh, you have uh, put in the app and everything is um, on the final video. Yeah, it's done for you. So it's a democratized solution for creating videos. But what's interesting, I think, is the, the asynchronous conversation format that you've got here. I think asynchronous is a really is a theme that is coming in more and more now. We've got asynchronous audio meeting apps like Yak Chat and then many of the clones. Um, and we've got uh, asynchronous chat. Obviously, we're all used to using Messenger, where you don't have to respond immediately. But now we're getting asynchronous content creation. Yes. And you've got the asynchronous video interview solution. This is the first one I've seen. Maybe it's the only one that exists. Are there any competitors? Not in the collaborative uh, video, because um, we are the only one who have uh, an application mm -hmm. where you can create a project with two people. And ah. even if one is in Paris and one is in New York, uh, you can have uh, one people um, asking the question and after the other one answering the question or you can have two people answering the same question as you want right. but uh, you can do it um, in distance and uh, all around the world. That's right, so you're not limited by time zone or anything like that. So the, the demo that I got before uh, for the interview was, uh, was like a recruitment interview where it was just you write some questions and you send them to one guest. What you're describing is where there are two users and one person's recording a video of the question and the other person records a video of the answer and all of that goes into the same final video. Yes, you just have to choose the template that mm -hmm. you want to do and you prepare your interview uh -huh. and after people just have to follow the instruction. So if it's for two people answering the same questions, they just have each one is sequences and uh, if uh, there is for as a journalist and uh, the interviewee, uh, they just have their sequences in the app to know Very where nice. they have to answer. Excellent. So you mentioned journalists. Can you give us an idea of the type of customers that are using your solution? Uh, companies, I guess marketing departments. You said journalists. Are there, are there others? Yes. Um, our clients are very uh, different because uh, we work with a big company, always company, because it's branded video. Yep. So uh, uh, we help them uh, to have a professional quality. And uh, we work with uh, communication services. We work with uh, marketing, with human resources. Yes. To um, nowadays, um, for uh, human resources, it's important to uh, show 
their collaborator, how it's work in the company, um, with who the person that they are applying will, will, will work. And uh, so uh, they uh, do a lot of pitch about their collaborator when they come in the in the company to present themselves. Oh, I see. Or, um, so it's almost like a welcome video for, 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 company, for new company employees who just come into the company. They watch videos that were created using your tool by the existing staff who yes. are introducing themselves to the new employee. Exactly, ah, both of them. Very interesting, yes. I've never seen that. And we do um, pitch of startup because we are a partner with uh, VivaTech. Very structured, yeah. Yes, okay. <laughs> all the startup uh, has made a video with uh, StoryFox uh, to pitch uh, their startup uh, in VivaTech. Wow, okay, very and, good. And um, mm -hmm. there is many case study. We do it, um, whatever you want, we can structure it and uh, give you your own template, customized yeah. just for you. Very nice. So. You can create the templates for the customers. You provide a set of default templates, but the customer can, of course, create their own as well. Yes. Uh, and I saw in the app, you can ask them to create videos. You can also ask them to just take a picture. Yes. So you can have a, a still image. Are there any other types of uh, data that you capture? Is there any text entry or, yes. or audio you can, only? You, or? We can do whatever you want in your template. We can have um, photo section. We can have a captation video section. We can have... Um, uh, showing uh, backstage uh, or um, showing uh, some uh, place uh, with uh, music uh, louder okay. and uh, we can have whatever you want um, we can inside uh, show uh, uh, products or mm. something whatever you I want I see I see and um, so at the moment you you set the question so it's, say you have 10 questions the the uh, the user the end user will hear the question or see or see the question in video form mm -hmm. and then record their answer then they see the next question and they record their answer are there any plans to actually um, add new questions dynamically in real time based on what the the guest says yes exactly it depends how you structure your template at the beginning mm. so if you said it's an expert template and uh, people just can change the question uh, for uh, their own video. It depends how you want to guide your interviewee. Okay, so but what I was saying was uh, the questions are fixed. So when you send the questions, it's just those questions that are posed to the guest. What I'm asking is, uh, do you have plans to in incorporate any kind of AI, conversational AI, to listen to what the guest says? Oh, and then okay. add like new yes. questions before the next... Okay, yes, there question. is two yeah. things. The first one is that you can let free the question for the interviewee. Mm. That's the first proposition. Mm. Right. And now, um, effectively, we are uh, working in an EA, um, uh, artificial... Yep. Uh, AI, in it, yeah. AI, <laughs> AI uh, in French, to yeah. help uh, people in post-production to have a keyword uh, appear automatically. Oh, I see. And to know uh, where and to um, help um, to have a better quality video too with uh, AA. I see. So you're actually scanning the, the words that were said in the video, surfacing those to the editor to allow them to put it on the visuals to be able to like flash up a big keyword on the yeah. screen at the same time. It's pretty but clever. Not only that. keyword, it's, uh, it's all about the light, about the sound, about everything. Oh, I see. So it's more, yeah, all of the more whole than visual that. experience. Yes. Yeah, I see, I see. Okay, great. And uh, well, tell people uh, what, what's on the horizon then. Like, what have you got planned for uh, for StoryFox in the future? Can you reveal any kind of new features, or are you going into new markets? Uh, uh, I assume it works in all the languages, right? So it's it's not just France. It's 
you have yeah. customers uh, all over uh, the Yes, uh, for now we are only uh, in France, but uh, we are, uh, our application is uh, available in English. Mm -hmm. But um, next year we are starting to develop at International, so uh, everywhere, because uh, we already have French clients who are all over the world and who make interview everywhere. Yeah. So uh, we are um, structuring uh, the, the society because we are, we are young, we just born last year's and uh, we will go um, out of France next year. Very exciting, fantastic. Tell people, where can they find uh, StoryFox online? What's your website or social media handles? Yes, we have a website, so it's uh, storyfox.io. Okay. And uh, we have a LinkedIn page and we have a Facebook page, so uh, you can follow us uh, on LinkedIn or just contact us uh, to book a demo in our website. Excellent, book a demo. So uh, thank you very much for your time, appreciate it, and uh, have a great VivaTech. Thank you very much, Carl. Cheers. Bye-bye. <laughs> Great. So I'm here with Guillaume Letouze. Yes. Hi, Carl. From Play Play. How's it going, Guillaume? Exactly. I'm doing good. Doing good. Cool. So um, could you tell us a little about Play Play? I've come across the company, uh, but I would love yeah. to hear it from uh, from your own words. Uh, what does Play Play do? Uh, who are your customers? And uh, what problem do you help them solve? Yeah, okay. Uh, so basically, Play Play, it's an um, online uh, video editing tool. So basically, our goal is that uh, we want to allow pretty much anybody to to create a video very easily. Okay. So video is a, is a, big, um, a big issue, let's say, for all our customers and mm. uh, all the companies across the world in all the different mm. industries. Um, and basically today what they do is that when they need to create video, and they need to create video because it's uh, the most popular content mm. uh, and the most engaging content, uh, basically usually they will go through agencies uh, which are pretty costly and time consuming or sometimes they try to do it in-house, but uh, it requires a lot of skis and manpower. Right, right. So basically what we did is that we automized everything that's complicated in video production so that our tool is really simple to use, doesn't require any skills, and you can do a video in about 10 to 15 minutes that will be very high quality with your branding um, and with the, with the train in videos and stuff. Very like nice. So, I have actually seen a, a demo of your of your product. Actually, oh, uh, yeah. you guys use a, a range of different creative templates. You yeah. can I can see you can mix live video with animation, uh, and I know you're releasing new features all the time. What, what's the what are some of the latest features in uh, in Play Play right now? Uh, so, we did uh, release something that might be interesting for you actually, and uh, mm -hmm. it's it's a big topic uh, for all our clients, uh, especially since last year. I think. Uh, COVID and home office and uh, right. and all of these brought it back and it's the podcast and uh, podcasts yes yeah of course. of course of course it's a huge topic and podcast is a uh, is amazing but you need to find new ways to promote your podcast um, to tease your podcast and uh, video is a great tool for that so we created uh, actually a, a video podcast tool within Play Play which allow you to do teasers with uh, with cool animation you can. You can do an interview, like distance interview. You don't need to have the video. You can just use the, the actual recording and put it together with Play Play. Uh, so that's a new tool that we released. So, and, okay, um, so you've released a new tool that allows you to actually yeah. interview people remotely. Exactly. Basically, when you only have the MP3 file of your interview uh, and you want to exploit it, you want to uh, put it out there, uh, Play Play is going to help you to turn it into a video. We have Got features it. like automatic subtitles. You can add videos to the background. Uh, there's cool animations. Okay, so it's not for recording the original interview, it's for once you have the interview, you yeah. can make videos from the snippets, etc., yeah. which is exactly what I do on my podcast. 
we do yeah. at Bumble Studios as well. It's really important and it goes down really well on, on social media. Yeah, um, exactly. I know there are, there are quite a few tools that, uh, that offer that functionality now, but I know yeah. Play Play does. It's not just for podcasts, of course, it's for all types of video, and this is just one of the features that, that you yeah. guys have. Yeah, um, what, are the, what are the specific features in, in Play Play that make it, make it easy for, for companies to do that? Well, first is the technology that we created, which is basically um, we automize the motion design, so you don't have to do the motion design yourself. Uh, we automize everything, so you choose the animation you like, and you just input your, your text and, uh, and your, your pictures or videos. And Play Play does the rest for you, so the technology behind it uh, helps you do that very quickly and easily. Uh, we have a few cool features like automatic subtitles for interviews. Uh, we're working on a voiceover feature okay. at the moment. It should be released uh, in a couple of weeks. Okay, you heard uh, it here first, voiceover feature. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the voiceover is also a big, big use case for our clients. Uh, and we really listen to what they, they say when they tell, tell us. And, uh, mm -hmm. And since everybody wanted it, we are developing it. Uh, Absolutely, you've got to listen to the customers. Mm -hmm. And a uh, million dollar question, does Play Play have its own podcast right now? Or do you have plans to, to release one soon? Um, we don't have a podcast right now. We do, um, basically we do events, a lot of events, webinars, stuff like that. Um, we are video native, so, yes. you know, uh, but we do help all of our clients. Uh, especially our big corporate clients to launch their podcast. So we have webinars about how to launch a, a company podcast. Okay, nice. So it's a topic that's really interesting us. Uh, we might release one soon, actually. Uh, have you ever tried using the, the, the audio from a webinar as a, as a podcast or, or in, indeed even making yeah, video that, clips from it with Play Play? That's definitely one strategy. Uh, mm. You know, it's when you do something like a webinar, you spend a lot of time and effort on organizing everything. Uh, you have to use it after for different type of contents. Right, to get Can the value out of it. short videos. Yeah. We do highlights. We do a series of interviews from the webinars that we do or from the events. And of course, doing a podcast out of it, it's a, it's a really great idea. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm also interested in like uh, voice bots, chat bots, uh, voice technologies, this kind of thing. Has PlayPlay Play looked into that at all? Do you guys have a, any kind of chat bot on your website? Have you explored the idea of using some kind of automated dialogue uh, in your product? or even in, within your team to improve productivity? Um, you mean like automatic uh, voice uh, from, from a text or something like this? Right? I'm talking more about uh, interactive um, voice interfaces. So things like Amazon okay. Alexa, Google yeah. Assistant, uh, or anything that recognizes your voice and can respond. No, we haven't done that yet. Uh, honestly, right now it's just about editing videos or, 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 or MP3 file. Uh, we do like the authenticity of an interview and a podcast. Mm rather than a robotic voice. But uh, that's definitely stuff we explore at the moment. We're not sure exactly what the use case is going to be or, or how it's going to impact our customer. But of course, if it becomes something uh, yes. of a trend, uh, then we look at it. Uh, no, so of course, you have to listen to your customers yeah. and see what they want. What, what are the main challenges that your customers are looking to solve when they come to Play Play? Do they have a, a specific problem in mind? Or do you often uh, propose uh, solutions that they've never thought of before? What, what's, the, what's the usual there? Well, there's two cases. There is one type of clients that is already mature on video. They already produce video. They have a whole content strategy around video. Okay. But they need to save time. They need to produce more mm. uh, and play, play, optimize the, this process. And then there is the other type of company who know video is really important. 
but never had the resources to start. Yes. And Play Play is a good way to get started with, uh, with video produ production. Do, so. do you find that the, that second group, the, the, the customers who've never tried it before, do they, do they take more of your time? Do they require more training, more help to get started? Yeah, I mean, we created Play Play four years ago. Um, four years ago, it was a lot more convincing to do around video before we had to actually present the product. Okay. Uh, I feel like today I have way less work to do on, on telling them how important video is because everybody seems to understand now. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, 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 the market is way more mature on video. Okay, so it's uh, the fact that they understand what is possible yeah. as opposed to you've improved the, the product and your product is just easier to use. Yeah. They're actually more sophisticated customers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there is one thing when you try to sell a product, you have to give them some FOMO and uh, make them realize what they're missing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> what we spend a lot of time doing at first. We have to convince them how video is important, how it's impactful, how it's engaging. Uh, now we don't really have to do this part anymore. How, how did you do that? How did you convince them it was impactful in the, in the early days? Uh, well, there is different ways to do it, but uh, the ROI, the return on investment on video, can be pretty obvious sometimes. We know that uh, when you do, for example, a, a video for a job offer, you receive 10 times more resume on LinkedIn. Oh, uh, there is hard facts. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the traffic on internet is mostly video. All of these numbers are, are good ways to, to make them realize this. Um, now there is booming platform like TikTok. It's native video. There is nothing right. more than video. People need le so less like, convincing, yeah. right? No. Exactly. Yeah. Now yeah. everybody consumes video all the time yeah. in their personal life, professional life. You probably saw like a hundred videos since this morning, just on the screen, on Tell your me phone. About it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now I think everybody is understanding that uh, that's the content you can't miss. You, you have to do it. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, what do you think of VivaTech this year? It's, it's, I don't know. If, were you here last year? And then yeah, uh, yeah, we do it uh, every year. Um, this year is a bit special because of COVID, of course. Yeah. So there is way less attendees, but um, the quality of the attendees is still. Uh, it's still as high as the, the years before. So it's really interesting to, we see a lot of our clients actually that are here and we see a lot of new people who are interested in Play Play. So it's always a good time to be in, uh, in Vivatech. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a very well organized event. It's yeah. a, indeed, personally, I, in a way I prefer it because it's a lot less busy, it's yeah. cooler, it's, it's, you know, it's easy to get around. Uh, but it does lack a little bit of the buzz and the excitement that we had in previous years when it was really a much bigger event and a lot more people. Yeah, so exactly. kind of pros and cons, but I'm not complaining. Um, tell people where, where can they where can they find out more about Play Play online? Can you give us your, your yeah, website, I mean, social media, etc.? Yeah, you can definitely just check out PlayPlay.com. You can try the tool for free. Uh, uh, we really believe in our tool, and we think that it's important that the user get to use it first and yes. try it. So of course, yeah, they can they can watch a demo online. They can contact us. We have a chat. We have a, I'm here. We have a whole team here to to guide them on the first steps. So yeah, just check out PlayPlay.com. Excellent. Thanks very much, Guillaume. Appreciate it. Yep. And uh, have a great event. Thank you, Carl. Voice Chops Tuesday is a weekly newsletter that helps you build better voice apps. Whether you're looking for research chops, dev chops, or design chops, there's something in there for everyone. Just go to voicetechpodcast.com slash newsletter and look forward to your Tuesdays. I'm here with Diane Crinell from SunUp, the Act for Hearing. Tell us about SunUp. What does that mean, Act for Hearing? Uh, well, we are a startup based in Montpellier, the south of France. Okay. And uh, what we have developed is the, an innovative and reliable solution to assess uh, hearing impairments. 
Okay. So the idea is that we have developed an app, which is uh, combined with a uh, headphones, uh, like technological and innovative ones. But, but <laughs> special headphones, you mean? Yes. Not, not any old headphones, but I can, uh, maybe it's these headphones in front of me here. Yes. This big over over ear headphones you're talking about. This is not our own technology, but what we are good in, let's say, what is innovative in our solution is that we are the only company capable of uh, controlling the output levels of this Bluetooth headset. C so controlling the levels of the headset? The, you mean the, the sounds that it's producing? Yes. That you then test, the, you basically ask the customer whether they can hear it or not? Yes. So this, this, um, these skills that we have to uh, control the output levels in Bluetooth system okay. uh, allow us to get really reliable results, more reliable than all other solutions in the market. So that's what's unique about your solution, is that yes. it's the control of the sounds that come out of the headphones in a Bluetooth uh, via Bluetooth. Context. Yeah. So what, what's the challenge around why, why is Bluetooth difficult to control in terms of sound? Well, I'm not the very specific uh, technical guy <laughs> to answer this question. <laughs> but this is what we are good in and our solution, the what we sell, let's say. Uh, we mm. have uh, partnerships with uh, um, pharmacists yes. and optical center. Okay. So we no, we offer them the solution to, so that they can offer a new uh, health service. Service, service yeah, yeah, I understand. For, for their customers. That makes sense. Yeah, so it's kind of, uh, it's a bit like uh, the mobile payment systems that can go into smaller shops but you do it for hearing tests. And now that yes. these opticians can offer hearing tests, they've exactly. got another source of revenue. It's, it, it's, for, it's free for the clients and it's three minutes to just assess if you have, if the client has hearing impairments. Okay, or if just it's three okay. minutes. And then in three minutes, if a hearing impairment is detected, uh, our, uh, our company contact them, this, uh, person with hearing impairments, okay, the, we contact them to help them in the health pathway, let's say, to the, help them to go through this pathway to get the hearing aids, etc., to oh, explain them, to tell them that it's not that uh, a big issue to have hearing Reassure impairments, yeah, etc., to explain that in France, it can be total free to have uh, hearing aids, thanks nice. to legal... Uh, Thanks to your decisions. excellent healthcare system that not every country has. Yeah, so absolutely. This is the idea. So that's very interesting. So you contact the the, the patient or the, the person who has had the hearing hearing test. I don't know whether you call them a patient yet. Um, but you don't contact the the optician or the. We have partnership with them. They mm. use our solutions. It's not free, but quite cheap for them. And once they have detected uh, one person who has a hearing uh, disorders troubles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then uh, they, 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 we give them money uh, mm. for this uh, assessment, let's say. So they, they're reimbursed based on the, yes, the test? really or, quickly. Or is it only once the customer purchases a hearing aid? Or I suppose it's not a purchase, right? So Once the positive test they have carried is uh, confirmed mm. by a doctor, they get a bit of money. And once this person actually gets hearing aids, uh -huh. again, oh, they, they get, get money. Right, this is it. So it connects so the, 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 the circle. Yeah, I understand. But that money comes from the state, does it? Is it reimbursed from the state? Or where, where does it come uh, from? It's part of the... I don't know, I'm sorry. 
the, the doctors who is carrying the hearing uh, equipment mm. at equipment uh, give back to Sonap one part of its uh, oh, I understand. revenue. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we give again one part of this back to our partner, op pharmacist or Got optical. It. So it's a revenue share that comes from the, the doctor who eventually delivers yes. the hearing uh, correction, the technology. Because and we that goes via you back to the optician or whoever. Yes, because we provide him more people uh, mm. who should uh, who mm. could be uh, equipped. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> because uh, he can uh, equip he mm. can equip people who okay. would not have been have. Sorry. Now I understand. <laughs> I think I know what you're saying. You you, you will. Uh, it's a way for you to distribute the hearing hearing tests and therefore yes. hearing aids. More so people come to the to his cabinet, so yes. cabinet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I understand. Yeah, the so, clinic or whatever. So thanks to Sunup, he can meet more patients. More absolutely, it's uh, a way of scaling it. So he gives a bit of money to us, and we give back to this. It's a clever model. Yeah, I'm not sure we have that in, uh, sorry, in the UK. <laughs> no, it makes complete sense, and, uh, and it's a really uh, worthy cause as well because hearing is the type of thing that deteriorates slowly over time. Maybe you don't know yes. that you've got a hearing loss. Uh, and you are going in for your eyesight because that's something that's really obvious. You know, you, you, at some point you realize you can't hit, see what's written on the screen or you can't read the newspaper. Yes. But hearing, I think, is a bit more subtle. You might not realize you've got hearing loss until it's severely uh, impaired. Yes. Uh, so this is a nice way to catch it early. And usually you say, okay, no, I don't have problem. I'm, I'll check tomorrow, tomorrow. You, you never do this. And if you can find it, like, obviously, in when going to the pharmacist or optical center, mm. Okay, let's go. Do you have three minutes to just check together? Indeed, yeah, um, so quick. That's it. So it sounds like you need special technology in order for this to work in terms of the headphones. Are there any plans to, to make a, a home version that we can use our own Bluetooth headphones, for example? We, we ha this is, the, let's say, the very first level of uh, hearing assessment, he assessment of hearing troubles mm. uh, for uh, everybody, let's say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we have we also have projects for... Uh, headphones which would be a medical device so to equip uh, doctors who carry the really medical uh, uh, assessment the medical one this uh, what we do uh, in optical center for yeah. example is not medical assessment no it's, it's like the first, first level, level yeah, yeah. to go to the doctor and no, no, we have in yeah. our project uh, a project of medical device provide mm. to be provider of medical device for doctors uh, with a very, very specific um, headphones. That's great, so you've got the high-end one. I, I guess I was asking about the even lower-end one, whether you've got uh, a version that I could use with the headphones that I have at home, so I don't even need to go to the optical uh, center, and maybe it's something that you would, would even work with, uh, like connected hearing aids or even hearables like Apple AirPods. Maybe they could measure my hearing over time. It's like you're reading in our business scope. Of <laughs> <laughs> yes, we also have uh, this uh, as, a, as an idea, like uh, the what uh, what today we are uh, using in optical center is an yeah. app, but very specific that only partners can use. Yeah. Uh, but we we also have the idea to develop a very specific uh, application for mobile phone for everybody at home, with act with uh, you are um, correct on this. For example, the Apple. Uh, AirPods, yes. which are quite quite okay in terms of uh, calibration. Are they? You know? They're not bad, are they? So we also have this uh, this aspect, yes, because the solutions that are on the market, act at least in France, for this kind of assessment, it's all already existing. But 
expert, like in the company, would say it's quite bad solutions. Well, not really reliable results. I see, really. So you're improving the, the level of the tech as well yes. and distributing it to many more people. Well, it's really interesting. I love it. Sonup is the name of the company. Yes. Uh, I, I think uh, it's, a, it's definitely a trend now with this continuous uh, health monitoring and, and making health monitoring uh, a lot more accessible yes. for more people. Um, and there's, it removes the stigma for it as well. Instead of having to go to a specialist and book a big appointment and pay a consultant fee, you can just get it done at your local optician or one day you can just do it at home in the privacy of your own home. So I love what you're doing and uh, yeah, uh, good luck to you. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. Appreciate Thank you. it. <laughs> I'm here with Philippe Duvivier from Odio. I think I pronounced that correctly. Philippe, um, it's really interesting tech you got here, something a bit different. Uh, it seems to be, uh, how do you say it, D display ads? Uh, so we do sound in silence, basically. Yeah. So um, our promise is that uh, we have a lot of dig digital displays uh, around us in, okay. uh, in the streets, in the bus stops, the railway stations. Mm. Um, and those are silent. Why they are silent? Because you can just put up the sound. It's noisy. It's right. annoying. And what we have developed is a technology so we can add uh, um, a QR code on top of the video and if you want to listen to the video, you can just flash the QR code and get the sound on your smartphone, on okay. your iPhones. Yeah, it's really cool. You just give me a demo. So it's basically video that you might see on a, a big billboard, like a, a big video billboard, or maybe at a bus stop or something like that, or even in a shop, I guess, uh, some kind of retail establishment. And you see the video, but it's, there's no sound to it. You take out your smartphone, you scan the QR code on it, and you get that live stream, and you can listen to the video audio along with the video, essentially. You can exactly, listen to the audio. exactly. Then that's it. That was good. <laughs> so I've got it. But that's not all, because you did give me a really interesting demo. So that is pre-recorded video, but you have got a couple of really unique features as well. You did a you did a live stream video as well. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, yeah. We have second technology where we can capture the the video from the HDMI input and can capture the 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 the, the live video from the HDMI input with this embed uh, video and sound, and then we, we, we will put, put up the video on the display and the sound will go via the cloud to your smartphone. So okay. this is for live video. And uh, then we have a conferencing system where you just put a, um, a HF uh, microphone uh, into or any, any sound system, mm. live sound system. Okay. We'll grab the, the sound with our small injector or small hardware and we'll send that to the smartphones. And we okay. have a few, uh, a few booths here that are equipped with this system, and including the, um, the, the video displays that are, live video displays that are in the, in the lounges. In the lounges, yeah. I know it just came from the press room, actually. I saw that hooked up. So that means we can watch President Macron giving his speech uh, from the comfort of the lounge, but then also tune into the audio if we want using the smartphone, thanks to audio technology. Exactly. Very interesting. You showed me another feature as well. It was like an interactive feature. Um, can you tell us a bit about that? Yes, during the during the uh, COVID nineteen uh, crisis, mm. we've been thinking about how to how the fans could interact with the uh, football match happening in the stadium where they are they are not there. Mm. And uh, we, we we take out the audio and we send that to the smartphones. But also on the smartphones, we have two buttons. One is Vuvuzela and one is clapping. And actually, if you're clapping on a smartphone, then the others that are listening to the same audio stream will, be, will hear you clapping. Right. So you can create a virtual crowd remotely. Yeah, that's cool. Because I've seen on the, actually on the Vivitech video, there's the kind of emoticon where you can see the hearts and uh, the like buttons floating up. But that's in a visual format. You've got basically the same thing, but in audio, in audio exactly. where you can clap your hands, you know, sound your horn, whatever, yeah. kind, of, uh, kind of like in a rave. 
Um, tell us, what, what have you got on the horizon for Odeo then? What's the, because I know you've been around for, what did you say? Three years. Three years, but this is a, this is a really new project, a product that's just hit the market. Yeah. What's, what's coming up next? So for three years, we've been uh, focusing on the on events business. Mm -hmm. uh, this has been very down for a year now, and it's been uh, yeah, harming us. And we, we've used this time to develop this, uh, this synchronization technology for screen, for displays. Mm -hmm. So and, and now we believe that the scalable technology we have for displays uh, has a much higher potential. We are targeting to uh, equip one million displays under subscription by within five years. So in five years' time, we should have one million displays around the world wow. using our technology. That's our plan. Pretty ambitious. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and uh, what do you think of the event, Viva Tech? I know it's a bit different this year with the, with the coronavirus uh, situation, but uh, what, what do you think so far? What's been the response from people that have seen this tech? Yes, uh, I think, uh, of course, uh, the, the jauge makes it uh, matches, uh, less people around, but it's less noisy too, so it's, it's more comfortable to enjoy. Mm. And uh, well, the quality of people is good, so we are, we're having very, very uh, good visitors. Uh, people are here on purpose, not just by, by chance. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I think it's a good, it's a smaller one, but it's, it's quite efficient. Right, absolutely. It's easier to get around. Yes. Maybe not as, uh, not as busy, but uh, yeah. excellent. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Anything you wanted to promote in terms of audio? Yeah. Any kind of any any exclusives that you want to reveal on the podcast? Well, this is about <laughs> the spelling of our of our brand name. So it's in French, we don't pronounce the H, you know. So it's audio, like audio. Audio, yeah. yeah. But uh, you you may you might have to spell it like O D I H O. O D I H O. Righty ho. So that that works very well in French, but. Absolutely. Okay, in English. It was good to get that one bottomed out. Thank All right. you, Carl. Thank you very much, Philip. Appreciate it. Take okay. care. Have a good event. That's all for today. Very much hope you enjoyed listening. Uh, as always, you can find all the show notes with links to the resources mentioned in this episode at voicetechpodcast.com. If you enjoyed this episode, there's many ways to support me and the show. Uh, you can tell one friend or colleague about this episode. Uh, you can always leave a quick review on iTunes at voicetechpodcast.com slash iTunes. Or you can write for the blog at voicetechpodcast.com slash publish. Finally, you can become a sponsor at voicetechpodcast.com slash donate. And know that your contribution really does make the show possible. I'll be back soon with another episode. But until then, I've been your host, Carl Robinson. Thank you for listening to the Voice Tech Podcast. <laughs>